What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Log On Games podcast for June the 2nd. As you can see, I'm by myself today, but that's okay. We have MetaQuest 3 news, uh, a whole new VR set announced and with a slew of new VR games. Um, so that is what this episode is. I'm going to be showing some clips and stuff here and there of the VR stuff. So this is basically just a full VR blowout episode uh, of the Logon Games podcast. If you are listening right now, um, I am Andrew. I'm at AF Drums on all social media. You can follow us, follow me there, um, or you can follow us at Logon Games on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We also do this show on YouTube at youtube.com backslash at Logon Games. Uh, normally, we have other co-hosts and stuff on, um, but we have people sick. We have people all over the place. So this is just what's happening today. Um, but normally we talk about all the gaming news from the weeks, new games, big announcements, events, whatever else is coming out. Uh, next week, next Friday specifically, will be our um, predictions episode for Summer Game Fest. And the Xbox Game Showcase. And I guess the Ubisoft Forward, basically just like that whole week, we're going to be predicting the games that we'll see, um, games that will be announced, and anything craziness that may or may not happen. Um, so definitely tune in next Friday as we prepare for the craziness of Summer Game Fest week with the Xbox Showcase as well. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. We'll be doing live reactions to all of those. Uh, everything will be up on our YouTube channel. Again, youtube.com backslash at Logon Games. Um, but before we get into the absolute craziness that is going to be the month of June for gaming news, slow it down a bit. Let's just go ahead and get all the VR talk out of the way. We had some PSVR 2 games announced at the PlayStation Showcase, which we talked about last week um, and the week before that, I guess. Uh, and then we had a big bl VR blowout today. Um, it's been a while since we've talked about VR, so I thought I'd do this. I'll be showing, again, some some stuff that I'm talking about as I talk about it. Um, first news article on the board. The MetaQuest, I'm reading this from IGN. Uh, the MetaQuest 3 was, has been officially announced by Mike Zuckerberg this morning. Uh, so we're recording this on Thursday, June the 1st. Uh, ahead of the MetaQuest Gaming Showcase later today, again, this is from IGN this morning, the company officially announced the MetaQuest 3, which launches this fall for $499.99. The MetaQuest 3 will feature a next-gen Qualcomm chipset from, uh, and promises twice the gra graphic performance of its predecessor, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg touted on his latest Instagram post that the Quest 3 is the company's most powerful headset yet. And a blog post for the announcement notes that the Meta Quest 3 will be compatible with Quest 2 games, uh, backwards compatible. On the showcase, it said fully backwards compatible with the whole library, which is great, and will have 40% slimmer optic profile compared to its predecessor, the Quest 2. Meta also notes that it has completely redesigned the Quest 3 Touch Plus controllers to have a more streamlined and ergonomic form factor. 
The Quest 2, which was introduced nearly three years ago, is also getting a price cut, even though it had a price raise, what, like uh, six months ago, something like that. Uh, it's also getting a price cut for uh, $299, so $300 for the 128 gigabyte model and $350 for the 256 gigabyte model. This move comes nearly a year after Meta announced the increasing the price of the MetaQuest 2 models. Um, so yeah, you can probably see it on the screen right now. The MetaQuest 3 officially announced. Um, if you are in the VR circle, you've seen the leaks that have happened, and this very much looks exactly like the leaks that we've seen, the uh, leaked prototypes of the headset itself. And yeah, so the big things to note here for me. Now, if you haven't listened to our podcast before and you're just here for uh, your big VR fan, you're just here to kind of get some VR news, your VR fix, uh, or you're just excited about uh, the MetaQuest 3 and the gaming showcase, myself, I think of all the people here at Logon Games, uh, I have the most experience with VR and I'm also, I also like VR the most, I think. So I've had a PlayStation VR. Uh, I actually worked at Best Buy when the Oculus Quest came out and did a lot of stuff with that. Um, but as far as gaming headsets that I owned, I've owned the PSVR 1 and I owned it for quite a while. And I was very into a lot of that PSVR stuff. I've played the Quest 2 uh, here and there and the Quest originally. And the biggest thing is just like it being wireless is such a win. Like, not only for people like myself, but for, for parents, for younger kids, just the fact that you can just plug it in, or not plug it in, put it on your head, be in a room, and just go to town. Uh, it's a giant selling point. And for me, I was waiting for the PSVR 2. I uh, sold my PSVR 1 headset in the hopes of PSVR 2 being backwards compatible, all this kind of stuff, give me some extra money for it. And then the PSVR 2 gets announced, and it's not backwards compatible. And so all these games that I previously purchased are just kind of in limbo unless they do a free update for the PSVR 2, which some of them have, but some of them haven't. Um, and also the $550 price point, uh, $600 if you want to get the bundle with Horizon. Um, I mean, you guys have all seen the sales numbers. If you're a big VR person, the PSVR 2 is definitely not selling what it used to. But to be fair, it also hasn't been in stores um, up until recently. So it's just now kind of hitting the Best Buy, GameStop, Walmarts of the world. So maybe we'll, we will see those sell, sells, uh, or the sales for the, for the year over year and their predictions go up. Um, but because PSVR 2 is so expensive, and I think a lot of this is on PlayStation of not showing it properly, in my opinion. Um, or maybe they just aren't caring as much this time around as they did the first time. Um, every time PSVR games have been shown, uh, whether they're new new announcements or just old games coming to PSVR 2, there hasn't been a lot of exclusive titles, except for like Horizon right now. So even this last past PlayStation showcase, that was something that we touched on last week was even the PSVR 2, as they announced, there was no PlayStation exclusivity tag on it. Um, so for me, it's like, well, you know, as someone who wants another VR headset, what do I do here? Do I just like shell out 
and go for the PSVR 2 and just kind of hope and pray that the games come to it. Um, do I get something older? Do I get a Quest 2? Which is, you know, you can find fairly cheap. Uh, not just, you know, on stores like Amazon Best Buy are getting them refurbished, but just like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace, like you can get sometimes really like like new ones, brand new ones or or used ones that have been taken care of for like really, really cheap. So I've thought about, you know, just getting one of those, maybe even getting two of those so me and my wife can play certain games together. Um, but I've been waiting for this announcement today. The MetaQuest 3, obviously the bad is $500. Very steep price. I think a lot of that comes because of the state of the, of the economy that we live in right now. And a lot of that comes from PlayStation putting that $550 premium price tag. So, yes, MetaQuest 3, you get it. $50 cheaper, which is nice. I assume PSVR 2 will follow suit and drop their prices to match. Maybe even do a bundle. So, technically, you could argue that it's cheaper. Um, but I'm excited for this. Um, they also announced that more details uh, will be sh will be shared at the Connect conference, which will be held September the 27th, which is also when I assume, because Zuckerberg said that this is going to come out this year. I believe he even said this fall. So my guess is that on September 27th, when they do this Connect conference, it's going to be like the big blowout for the MetaQuest 3. Marketing is going to start going hard. Um that pre-orders for that will probably start then with the actual final release maybe being as, as close to a week to two weeks after uh, this Connect conference. Kind of like the iPhone model, you know, like they, they'll do, they'll show off the new iPhone. Pre-orders like kind of start then and then the new phones come out in like two weeks. Um, so I'm excited about this. Um, it is, again, $499, $500 for the 128 gigabyte version. They did say there will be more versions of this headset. So my guess, you know, if we go off best past things, you know, five hundred dollars for the one twenty eight, six hundred, maybe even six fifty, um, for the two whatever gigabyte two fifty six model that we get. Um, right now it's fifty dollars more. So maybe if it's five fifty for the two fifty six, I feel like that's something I personally would go for. Um, and that kind of gets between now. And September for PlayStation to either drop the price significantly or start announcing exclusive games. Otherwise, I feel like a lot of people that are in the same shoes as myself um, are going to lean towards the MetaQuest 3 because the PSVR 1 hit at a great price point when everybody had a PS4. Yes, you had a lot of cables, but it was so cheap and you got mostly all the games that were coming to VR were coming to the PSVR 1, and it did really, really well. And that has definitely shifted over the last three or four years as the MetaQuest 1 and then the MetaQuest 2 being wireless. If you have a kid or your family wants to get a VR headset or you're someone that hasn't tried VR before, like MetaQuest 2 has just been the go-to. I have a lot of friends that have gone to it, even people from PSVR days that have just switched and with all of these games coming to everything, there's kind of, you, you know, I know it still feels kind of like the ground floor for VR, but it, to me, it seems like, well, I invested in PSVR 1, and then when PSVR 2 came out, 
I lost a lot of that, a lot of the investments that I made. A lot of the games aren't backwards compatible and that sucks for me. So it's like going forward, knowing that there's not, I don't even know if there's any PlayStation exclusive PSVR 2 games announced right now. I think everything that's been announced right now is also going to be headed to other headsets like the Quest 2 and the Quest 3. And now seeing the Quest 3 and them being like everything is backwards compatible for someone that's in the VR headset market right now, I don't see any reason to do anything but sink my money into the MetaQuest 3 or 2 because you know I could get a 2 now and then what well, by the time the 3 comes out sell it or whatever and all my games are going to be carrying over. Um and that's fantastic. So I'm really, really excited to see uh, like the full blowout with specs and everything. I don't think it's going to be as powerful as the PSVR 2. I don't think the specs are going to be all the way up there. But I think it's going to be close enough, um, especially given the fact that it's wireless and all the augmented reality stuff they're going to be doing as well, as, as well as the exclusive Quest games, which we saw some today in the showcase. So... Let's get to the gaming showcase and the games that were announced. And this is in no particular order here. I'm just reading this from, from IGN.com. Now, games we got announced. Assassin's Creed VR, which has been announced before, uh, is officially named Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. Uh, it will launch later this year for MetaQuest VR headsets. Ubisoft announced this project back in 2021. And they will be announced, or they'll be talking about this more at the Ubisoft Forward uh, coming here in about a week and a half. Um, so if you're an Assassin's Creed fan or you're a VR fan, um, it'll be very interesting to see what Assassin's Creed in VR looks like, but we will get more information on that at the Ubisoft Forward coming up here pretty soon. So that's exciting stuff. Um, now the big, big game that they announced today, though, they did the big deep dive into Asgard's Wrath 2, which officially announced. Meta subsidiary Senzaru Games officially announced the sequel to its 2019 action RPG Asgard's Wrath. As the final announcement at the MetaQuest, they, they, they didn't put Quest um, on IG, they put Quest, but still. Uh, at the MetaQuest Gaming Showcase, Senzaru Games provided a demo walkthrough of Asgard's Wrath 2. Uh, now, this game looks freaking awesome. Um, this looks like a full-blown game, and I believe they even said in the showcase, if you want to do everything in the game and explore everything, like there's up to 60 hours of gameplay here, which is crazy. They showed off some kind of multiplayer things. Like, this is a full-blown action RPG fantasy game where you're fighting Loki. So this is kind of, um, you know, what we were hoping when the PSVR 2 was announced and the games that we would get for that, like full-blown games. Like, that showcase, like, yeah, VR can do these types of games. Well, Asgard's Wrath 2 looks like that. It looks really good. It looks like a full game. The battle mechanics, the action, all the different RPG elements that they showed, like, looks like this is something that a lot of people can get into. Because there's also one thing that I was watching uh, when I was watching this demo is movement's very important in VR. And a lot of these games, like we'll talk about here in a second, like uh, the Attack on Titan game that they announced. People that get motion sick uh, playing VR 
Um, whether it's, you know, I always get motion sick when I put on a headset or just like, like myself, I've only been motion, like felt motion sickness one time, like where I actually had to like stop playing, uh, ever. And I've played a ton of games. So people varying levels of feeling motion sick or whatever, a game like attack on Titan, I was like, Oh, I can see this game not selling well because some people just can't fly around like this. Um, Asgard's Wrath does not give me those vibes at all. Um, it definitely has the movement where it's like, I don't think it's point and click and maybe that's an option. Um, and I, again, I have not played the first game. So if you played the first game, you probably know more than I do, but it's akin to when I played resident evil on PSVR one, where you can move normal or you can do the like little burst movements. And when you turn left and right, you can kind of do the little burst where it's like 180 degrees at a time, which helps a lot of people out. And I think it's like an actual really, really good way um, for movement on any VR game. But this game looks really, really good. I'm excited. I'm sure they're going to do more. This might even be like a launch title. I feel like uh, for like day one, the quest three comes out. Um, Samba de Amigo Party Central is coming to Meta Quest. Uh, Samba de Amigo Party Central was announced at a Nintendo Direct showcase earlier this year. While we knew this game was coming to the Nintendo Switch, today's conf- uh, showcase confirmed a VR version in the works for Meta Quest headset. So good to see that game coming back. Sega getting a show, uh, uh, the first announcement of this whole thing. Uh, so pretty excited about that as well. NFL Pro Era for you sports people out there. This game was kind of blew up, kind of took the took the internet by storm for a while. Um, is getting a sequel. So last year, Status Pro announced NFL Pro Era, the officially licensed NFL game for virtual reality headsets. And today, the company announced the next iteration of NFL Pro Era with an expanded focus on multiplayer with a release window of later this year. Seems like a really, really fun game. I know people that are into sports, into football that have played this. A lot of fun being being able to be a quarterback and quarterback your own team and going through a season and doing that, and it seems to work fairly well. Um, an up, a massive update to this game is going to do nothing but good things for it. So, you know, all the kinks and bugs and stuff that they have messed with, let's get those buffed out. New sequel coming out in time for the Quest 3. Love it. Stranger Things VR gets a new gameplay trailer as well. This game looks interesting as you get to play as Vecna. Um, So if you're a big Stranger Things fan like myself, I think that's kind of a very interesting way to go, playing as Vecna, being able to go into people's dreams and uh, go into their minds and kind of just play around with stuff. And it also kind of looks like you'll be able to do kind of like a little bit of everything, like from the Stranger Things, like season one onward. You're going to kind of be able to control some of the different monsters from season one, two, and three uh, and do a lot of different things. So hopefully this this is good and hopefully it's not just some let's let's, you know, strap a game to a IP that people know and love and just just for the money. But we'll see. Um, We got another look at Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord uh, from the Medical quest showcase specifically we learn more about the story and the game's villain the ghost lord and more interesting the new trailer gives us a glimpse of the san francisco ghostbusters hq this game also comes out this fall 
really exciting stuff. This game looks awesome, especially for Ghostbusters fans. But even if you're not being able to team up with your friends and fight some ghosts, <clears throat> a lot of fun. And the best thing about all these games is because it's backwards compatible, there's going to be like, it is, it's not going to matter if you're on quest two or the quest three, like you're going to be able to play with like, if you have a quest three and your friend has a quest two, you're going to be able to play these games with each other, which is awesome, which is not true for PSVR two and PSVR one people. I believe could be wrong on that, but there's also not very many games that do that on PSVR. So I expect you to die. Three got announced. Loved the first game. I haven't played the second one. The fact that this, that this team has found something that works really well and that they just keep reiterating on it and getting it better and better. Looks awesome. If you have not played the, I expect you to die games and you have a VR headset, definitely check them out. It's like a escape room kind of thing, but it's, it's really, really fun. Silent Slayer, Vault of the Vampires, the next project from Shell Games. Uh, Shell Games announced it was working on three games. Uh, we already knew about I Expect You to Die 3. The other project we saw uh, from the event was Silent Slayer, Vault of the Vampires, a single-player horror game where you are a stealthy vampire slayer. Didn't get too much out of this trailer, but killing vampires is always fun. Racket Club was announced, a new tennis game from the developer behind Blaston and Demio. Two great games. Uh, players will have the option to play online and compete with their friends or single-player mode to hone their skills. If you're a racquetball player, this will be the game for you. This is also just a game that looks like stupid fun, whether you're into racquetball or not. <clears throat> Vampire the Masquerade Justice announced launching later this year. I'll put players in a dark and twisted version of Venice, Italy, where you play as a vampire, improving your skills and taking down both mortal and vampire targets we've seen a lot of vampire the masquerade stuff in the past so maybe this will be good maybe this will not but we also got another cg trailer for arizona sunshine 2 that will give you uh, more about the dog companion if you saw the playstation vr trailer this wasn't anything else this was also just a cgi trailer so we still haven't seen gameplay of this but it's supposed to come out in the next 12 months so hopefully something soon from that obviously arizona sunshine 1 was pretty popular Dungeons of Eternity, a new VR action RPG. You can play with your friends. Um, there's no shortage of VR multiplayer games. Uh, and Othergate's Dungeons of Eternity is an action RPG that touts its namesake. It has hundreds of randomly generated dungeons from ominous crypts to dark caverns. You can brave these adventures by yourself or play with two other players. Love this. Any kind of multiplayer game that actually can land it is like so much fun in VR. It is so much fun to play with your friends on a VR game that like actually works. Um, we had the seventh guest VR, which is a game released in the early 90s. It's been redone for VR this year. Again, here was the first look at Attack on Titan VR Unbreakable. Uh, the first concept trailer shows a lot of potential for fast-paced gameplay, and it'll be interesting to see what this has to offer ahead of its winter release. And uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with motion in this game and how it feels. If it's going to just feel wonky. Because, I mean, Attack on Titan, like, that's the one thing you have to get right. Uh, as you're flying around killing Titans, like, it has to feel good in VR. And it can't feel... You can't, it can't feel sickly. It can't feel jerky. It needs to be smooth. And it needs to just, like, feel right. So if it doesn't feel right... If it doesn't control well, like, this game's pretty much 
going to be a failure, but hopefully it will. I love Attack on Titan, and I would love nothing more than to play a game that puts yourself in that world. Bulletstorm breathes new life in VR. Originally released in 2011, People Can Fly announced it was bringing first-person shooter Bulletstorm to MetaQuest headsets. When Bulletstorm originally launched over a decade ago, it was unique and how it rewarded players based on how creative their kill was. Bulletstorm does not have a release date as of yet, but fans can expect the game to arrive sometime this year. All right, that's everything from the MetaQuest showcase today um, and the MetaQuest 3 VR news. Again, this is going to be a short episode. I apologize, um, but I just wanted to get all the VR stuff. I was planning on doing a reactions to this, but when we had people... Uh, kind of bow out. I figured this would be a good replacement for our podcast this week. Um, if you uh, are interested, as we end this show out, there are two giant games that I want to touch on before we leave um, that have both gotten reviews. If you're a part of the gaming world, been keeping up with this, this is good news for gamers as we head into the crazy June gaming season. Number one, Street Fighter VI right now on Metacritic is sitting at a 93. And Diablo IV on Metacritic is sitting at a 92. So two games being reviewed this week, coming out this weekend and into next week. Giant, giant, giant scores, which is absolutely awesome. This is great for fighting fans. Uh, I mean, we're going to get a a Street Fighter game this good, and then we're also going to get Mortal Kombat this year and probably Tekken this year for fighting fans. Like this is going to be a good freaking year, especially with Evo coming up all sorts of stuff. Like it's not only great to get fighting games, um, like good fighting games, but to get ones that are over 90 on Metacritic is insane. Um, so I'm very excited. I like fighting games myself, but I'm also not one to buy them at full price anymore. But one of these days, street fighter will be on sale and I will be there. And then on the other side, Diablo 4. Obviously, we'd seen the previews for these kind of games. Or for Diablo 4. People got their hands ahead of the beta. And then we had the beta. And then we had the server beta. So people have played the game. Everybody's loved what they've played. The previews that recently, people got to play the game for, I don't know, a week and a half or something. For the review scores to be able to review the game. They got to go through Act 3. And everybody that's reviewed is like, I cannot wait to play more. Like, even though they're all their all the review reviewers characters got wiped, and everybody's starting over on. If if you're getting it early today, June first, as we're recording this, if not on Tuesday, um, everybody's starting over from scratch, and it's going to be awesome. Like Diablo Four, seems like Diablo is back. You know, this is set fifty years in the future. They've talked about it. it doesn't matter if you haven't played a Diablo game before. Um, the story will still be better than it has been in the past and you don't need to, is this Diablo isn't a, we're not playing the last of us on our, or uncharted here. Okay. You don't need to know the story for these games. And the story was so bad in Diablo three, myself and a lot of people like me were just like, who, we don't even know what's happening. We don't care. Let's just skip. We want to, we want the gameplay loop. Um, so the fact that there is a story in this, there's a lot of open world stuff, people talking about destiny, how destiny runs things. Um, and Blizzard, this could be a big, big, big win for Blizzard. Like, obviously, fingers crossed, 
especially if you're listening to this later, um, the servers hold up. You know, we we all the last Blizzard game to come out was Overwatch Two. You know, it was pretty much a disaster for a week, um, and a really really big disaster for the first two days, first two and a half three days. I'm even trying to get in the game to play. So hopefully the server beta has worked, the server crash beta. And hopefully, you know, at 7 o'clock Eastern time today, people get in and over the weekend um, and into next week that everything runs, goes smoothly. Everybody can get in. Even if there is a queue, hopefully it's not like the Overwatch queue where it's just like hours before you could even get into the game to play it. So exciting stuff. If you are a gamer or you're running dry on games right now as we head into the announcement season for all these games. We may even get some shadow drops on some stuff. Um, Diablo 4 and having Street Fighter 6 there is going to be awesome. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast for our people that usually listen. I know this is a weird one, but thank you for sticking with me today. So we've had people out. Like I said, we have people out, different schedules, people sick, people out of the not out of the country, but people, Neil, for example, is in South Florida right now. Um, but again, very important. Next week, we're going to be doing predictions. It's going to be a big boy, beefy episode as we give our predictions for the Summer Game Fest season. And I have some things up my sleeves. I don't know about the rest of us. I know because of the lackluster announcements for PlayStation, this leaves a lot of opportunity for Xbox and for Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest, um, which I believe he said that the show's like two hours long or something. Um, so we have a lot of announcements coming up. So we're going to do our predictions. We're going to talk about what we think we will see for sure, what will not be there. Um, you know, if Nintendo's going to be there, PlayStation's going to be at Summer Game Fest. So we're going to talk about all that next Friday. So if you are listening to this on any uh, streaming service, Hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, whatever it is. Uh, give us uh, the best ratings ever and be ready for next Friday. And if you are or not watching us, go over to youtube.com backslash at logon games and hit subscribe if you're watching right now. Uh, and you can subscribe. That helps us out greatly. But that's going to do it for this week. Again, we will be with you all again next Friday. Oh, let's break it.